Thanks for tuning in to the All Things Melanin Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, like this week's episode, and share with a friend. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hi, I'm Shelby. And I'm Erica. And welcome to the All Things Melanin Podcast, where your certified hype women are getting you through the week. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss an update. Erica. Hey, girl. This is the last time in 2020 that I'm going to ask you, what's good, what's happening, what's popping? How you feeling? Girl, relieved because we made it. (laughs) We made it through 2020. Almost 2020 has just been 2020-ing, and I just really feel blessed to be able to like have made it through this year it's just been a lot and um so I'm glad that we get to just talk about that and talk about how what we've learned from this year it's been so much going on what about you you know what 2020 um I'm gonna be real I'm gonna be like 100 2020 has probably been one of the most difficult years that I've had in a very long time if not the most difficult year like it's just been really hard for me I feel like 2020 has allowed me to reset and refocus in every single area of my life such as friends such as family such as relationships such as career and work I just feel like 2020 forced me to look in the mirror and have real conversations with myself about like what do I like who am I what do I want like what type of person do I want to be and I feel like at the beginning of 2020 I was just in this spot where I was just kind of I don't want to say unhappy but I just don't think I was my full self if that makes sense but I feel like 2020 shook it up and was like okay you tripping you've been complaining you're not happy so we're gonna make it worse (laughs) but I really feel like it got worse so God could show me that it's not always bad, you know? And you got to be careful what you ask for. Mm-hmm. But 2020 has really, really been difficult for me. But I'll say this, 2020 wasn't the year that I wanted, but it was the year that I needed to find myself and to be the best version of myself for myself, but also for my family, my friends, and for those around me. That's good. I think for me, I 2020 definitely, like a lot of us, just it sat me down. Yeah. I remember just always complaining about being exhausted and ripping and running and trying to show up for everybody and do everything else. But what it taught me to do is show up for myself. If I have to sit here in my apartment by myself because we on lockdown, then it really causes me, like you said, to look in the mirror and just cater to what cater to what you are haven't been facing basically right so um that's what it taught me um because I definitely was burnt out I was stressed out um not to say that things weren't I still wasn't dealing with stress but in a way to where like it really sat me down so I could focus on me focus on um taking care of myself um, and really put a lot of things in perspective on what actually matters. Um, because I used to always just try to be everywhere, do everything. And it's like, mm-hmm. you're not able to do that. The first several months of our state's lockdown, I was actually really like relieved that I was able to um, just 
stay at home because I didn't realize how much I actually needed that. You know, like I just keep going and going and going and going and going. And God set everybody down. <laughs> it was like, uh, you think you have to have a hot girl summer? Let me show you, you not. So <laughs> um, I think that's what I've learned overall is that it sat me down and to take time out for like focusing on myself and taking care of, of me while right. I have that opportunity to do so. Yeah. And I think also in addition to that for me, 2020 really showed me um, that it's okay to ask for help because it's really hard for me to ask for help, but it really showed me how to ask for help. In 2020, I decided to, you know, go to therapy and I recommend that if anybody has been thinking about going to therapy, go. Like, it has forced me to have conversations that I haven't had and to say things out loud and to deal with things. And I think it was just, it really allowed me to get in a really, really good place mentally and emotionally. Like, I really didn't realize how all over the place I was mentally and emotionally. And also another thing that 2020 taught and showed me in addition to that is really who's in my corner and who are my people and who are my tribe? I think you say it all the time, friend. You be like, I got a dot. Um, <laughs> I will tell you now, your girl got a dot. And she is totally fine with that. But I think 2020 really showed me people that I can do life with. Like, I say that all the time. But, like, I don't think up until now I've had to live or endure anything where I had to see who can I do life with? And I think it's something beautiful about that because as people, you know, 2020 has been hard. One thing I've learned is that, you know, all of our family and friends, everybody's dealing with their own ish. You know what I mean? So for me, when somebody is dealing with their own stuff and they have a lot going on, but they still choose to show up for you, I think that's a big deal. And I think 2020 really showed me who are lifers in my life, if that makes sense. And I think for me, I used to have so many different people around me, call so many different type of people, friends, or, you know, go above and beyond for everybody else or show up for everybody else or pull up for everybody else or go to their event. But I wasn't getting that same energy in return. So I think 2020 for me has been the catalyst to reset and refocus. So I know who's on my team who's on my side, who is genuine, who's my friend, who's my family, so that going forward, when I do get back on my feet, or I am in a better place, or, you know, like, I'm just kind of where I want to be, like, I know who to reciprocate that energy to, if that makes sense, like, it's just, yeah. it's been, it's been, it's, like I said, it hasn't been what I wanted, but it's been what I needed, and I will say that I am very grateful and thankful that God has provided for me during this time. I am grateful and thankful for each and every one of my family members that has loved on me. I am thankful for my friends that have showed up for me, the roof over my head, the food that I had to eat, my mind, my creativity, literally everything that God blesses me with that I can't even think about. Like I literally just yeah. have like a heart of gratitude because even though this wasn't the best year, like I still have so much to be thankful for. Like it could have right. been so much worse. So yeah, 2020 child, y'all can have it. You can literally <laughs> have it. 
<laughs> so um, with that being said, let's keep it moving with our reflection. So let's reflect on hopefully the next year, 2021, dating and relationships will be a different story, <laughs> a better story. <laughs> um, so with that being said, in our first segment, dating and relationships, what's something this year has taught you about dating and or yourself and what is something you learned that you will do in the new year when it comes to dating so at the beginning of 2020 I was actually dating I was dating I was seeing somebody I was trying to make it do what it do um didn't work out (laughs) so and I will say that I said that to say that like this was the first time that I had dated, like seriously dated somebody or like somebody in like four or five years. Like it was a thing. So I think for me, even though it didn't work out, what I learned about myself in dating is that I really needed to work on my my communication. I needed to be more vocal and clear about what, what I wanted and what I expected. I needed to set clearer boundaries and I needed to really advocate and speak up for myself and um, really just, you know, stand on what I say. I think with my personality, anybody that knows me knows that I really, really love to talk and I always say that I can be a lot. So a lot of times when I am dating, I will kind of tone that down a little bit. And I'll just kind of be, and I'll just kind of go with the flow because I don't want to be aggressive or I don't want to seem like I'm doing too much or I'm being pushy. But what I realized when I did that is first and foremost, I wasn't being my full self. I wasn't showing up as myself in relationships or in that relationship. And I wasn't advocating for myself and I wasn't being my true authentic self. So I definitely think going forward in relationships in 2020, God, I've seen what you've done for others. If you're ready, I'm ready. Um, Seriously, if God allows me to be in a relationship with somebody next year, first and foremost, they're getting the best version of 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 me because I have literally done the work. But I think definitely what I took from dating in that past relationship that I'm going to take into dating in my next relationship is that first and foremost, I'm showing up as my full self. So you are getting the talkative, overactive, switching subjects, hyperactive, doing the most, Shelby, period. And that's what it's going to be. Um, but also I am going to obviously not be rude, but I am going to speak up and be vocal I am going to communicate better and I am going to say up front like what I want and what I and what I expect not in a rude pushy way but I want to let you know like you know what I want out of this like what I'm looking for what I'm expecting my standards my boundaries um and really just advocating for myself showing up as myself and just you know allowing somebody I just really feel like Obviously, I'm not a perfect person, but I think I'm a bomb person. I think that I would be an amazing girlfriend. And I think whoever I end up with is going to be a very lucky person. So for me, what I really learned is that, like, I really have to stand in my authenticity in a relationship. And I really have to show up as myself. And I really have to advocate for myself because a man is going to let a man is going to do what I allow him to do. 
So if I want him to act right and I want him to be this particular person for me or this mate for me, then I have to show up and be that person as well. So the big thing that I'm going to do is advocate for myself, show up for myself and communicate what I need and what I expect because I'm a top tier chick. Like they don't make them like me no more. I'm trying to tell you, don't miss your blessing trying to play. (laughs) But that's just what I would say. Um, I think for me, uh, what this year has taught me, well, if we can take it back to the end of 2019, I was trying to tell myself um, to be more open and try to let go of the past. And I did a really good job at letting go of the past and basically just making room for a new love or a new relationship opportunity or something like that. Um, So I think what this year taught me is that my heart actually is ready. Now I will say that I have tried everything by like putting myself out there. I've tried a dating app. I've tried going on a few dates. I've tried building friendships. I've tried all of uh, the different things that I haven't tried before or that I wasn't putting myself out there to be open and so that's one thing that was a challenge for me but I did it and at the end result obviously I'm not in a relationship but I think what it taught me is that I am open and I am ready and my heart is ready to give love and receive love so um it also taught me what I want and what I don't want (laughs) um just having different conversations with different people I mean I've always been able to recognize like red flags but I think that one thing about me is that I was able to address them early on and not just overlook them and then decide how I wanted to proceed with that friendship or that relationship. And so, but it also told me, I'm like, okay, God, I feel like I'm ready, but if you ain't got no more men, just say that. Like, (laughs) what are we doing? (laughs) No, but um, I think going forward into 2021, I'm just going to remain optimistic. I'm going to let go of what my thoughts were of how my love story is going to happen or who Mm -hmm. I meet like I just thought that when I meet my person he's just going to be ready and he's going to you know know and it's like I don't necessarily know that to be true God can put you with somebody and you have no idea how that's going to start off so I think just letting go of my own expectations of how this uh, love story is going to happen I think that's big for me Um, But then still being able to maintain, obviously, my standards, my boundaries, um, I think that really is going to be the catalyst, too. Because like you said, Shelby, like, I'm not out here playing with y'all, but y'all be playing. (laughs) um, And let's see what else. Uh, I just I just need to definitely this past year dating wise has I've learned a lot about patience. Um, and because it can be frustrating when you feel like you're ready for something and it's just not happening. Um, but I was like, I have included God in my prayers on my person. Um, you know, this, so I, I have to trust that he hears me and that he'll show up when he feels like I'm ready or when that person is ready to. So, right. That's what I would say. And I will also add to that, um, in addition to everything that I said, that like, I don't think going into dating, I had very realistic expectations um, because I hadn't dated in a while, but I quickly found out that dating is what you make it. You know, like there's no perfect dating relationship. There's no perfect dating scenario. 
it's what you make it and create it and it's gonna be as good as you make it um Mm -hmm. I also like to add that definitely this year especially since I was new to dipping my toe back in the dating game um you really really helped me realize that a lot of the feelings and emotions that I was feeling were not invalid, but they were valid. And I remember talking to you one day, this is random. I remember you talking to, I remember talking to you one day and I was just kind of sharing with you, you know, how I was feeling about this guy I was dating and you know what was going on. And you literally, and I will never forget this. You literally looked at me and you were like, friend, you are not doing too much. You are not asking for too much like you really really do deserve everything that you're asking for and I think that this year really 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 reminded me that as long as I can deliver and live up to what I'm asking another person to do for me or what I'm asking another person to bring to the table I deserve every single thing that I want and I'm not asking for too much I'm not doing too much and I'm not a lot I'm just asking the wrong person and that's okay. So I think this year, in all honesty, I am not leaving 2020 with a man or any prospects, but I am leaving more whole, um, happier, more sure of myself, more confident of myself. And I think I am definitely leaving 2020 when it comes to relationships, you know, more secure in who I am so that if God brings, when God brings somebody along, I'll be able to recognize another whole person um, as well. That was a whole word within itself. And <laughs> I have no words for that. <laughs> that was a whole word. Um, so we will to be continued for 2021. <laughs> right. We'll see if y'all still playing out there in 2021. Or y'all gonna come with some act right. Right. Let's see. <laughs> so let's keep it moving to our journey um, segment. Segment. So this is when Shelby and I discuss how our journey has been going along with building our brand, all things melanin. So Shelby, so a lot of the times we always encourage each of our listeners, our followers, um, to celebrate their small, even their small wins along the way. Um, but with this year being such a challenge, let's talk about or reflect on what's the one thing that you are most proud of us for accomplishing despite these crazy times? Um, I think, I think that I am the most proud of us that despite a pandemic, we still buckle down on our goals. So Mm -hmm. one of the big goals that Erica and I decided that we were going to focus on and we were going to do was that we really, really want to push our podcast. Like that was a really big goal for us and still is a big goal for us. So we buckled down and we recorded, we reached out to some people, we did a few collabs, we, you know, promoted on social media and we actually hit 10,000 downloads and listens this year. So I think for me, that was one of the proudest moments for me because when we started this podcast, I kid you not, me and Erica did not know what we were doing. We did not know how to podcast. We did not know how to put one together. All we had was an idea in a laptop and we did it and we figured it out. And so to me, when we got to those 10,000 downloads, I was like, that's 10,000 times that somebody has listened to our podcast and got something out of it or laughed with us or cried with us or 
related to what we are saying. It just reminded me that we're not doing anything in vain, that this is not about us. This is about empowering and motivating and inspiring people. So for me, one of my biggest happiest moments for me is just us really just buckling down and still recording and pushing through um, and recording in this pandemic because it has been hard. This pandemic has been heavy. You know, I have had so many emotions from being angry to crying to being emotional to to not feeling like do it. But I'm just really proud that we still, first and foremost, showed up for each other as friends. But then also we continually showed up for each other as business partners for our community and for our podcast. And I just, I'm just so proud of that. What about you? Yeah. Obviously, I would agree with you. (laughs) Um, But also, I guess one of the things that I'm most proud of what this what 2020 has exposed of us is that we really do stay true to who we are as a brand and as our what our message means. Um, And I'm saying that because with all of the horrible news what's in the news about the pandemic and social and justices and racial um racial uh police brutality and all of that that really was a lot for everyone of course and so one thing that I feel like Shelby and I how we were able to maintain who we are as a brand and stay true to ourselves was by making sure that we did what we believed in doing by Uh, addressing what was happening in the way that we felt we should rather than just um, trying to keep up with what everybody was doing, how everyone else was addressing certain situations. So that made me proud because I feel like we've always said that we've always gave the advice or just said that if you're building a brand, you always want to stay true to yourself. But I feel like this year was definitely a challenge to stay true to who you are as a brand. And I feel like those those uh, episodes of our podcast that we were able to address these heavier topics because obviously we're not we, we don't usually talk about heavy things like that. Um, they were one of our most powerful episodes, and so I just think that you know that may be a small win for us, but I think in, in long term, whenever we do um, expand our platform, we have an even more bigger responsibility to where we do have to address certain things we can't ignore and. Uh, how would we be able to maintain who we are in that response? So I think that that's really just, this is really just prepping us for um, bigger and better times. So that's what I would say. Yeah. And I just think overall, like I said, I think that I am just, you know, really, really um, just grateful, first and foremost, that we started all things villain and that we had the vision that we stuck to it and that we have just really, really, like I said, showed up for each other, showed up for our network. And I think our community has also, you know, showed up for us. And it just lets us know that we are not doing it in vain. I am so proud of everything that we have accomplished this year, um, big and small. And I'm really excited to see how we decide to continue to move forward and to bring more content and more of ourselves in the coming year. Yes, let's do it. (laughs) Okay, so let's keep it moving to our uh, next segment, which is the mentor moment. So this is when Shelby and I, we will read a listener letter that we received and then we'll give our advice on it. So the letter reads, 
Dear Shelby and Erica, as 2020 is coming to a close, I'm actually getting very anxious about the new year. When I think about how this year has transpired, I do feel blessed to still be standing, but how do you deal with feeling anxious about the next year or phase of life? What are some ways to overcome this feeling? So I can totally relate because as you know, 2020 dealt us a couple cards or it dealt us the whole dick that we didn't know how to deal with. So, you know, just with how this year turned out, I think it's completely normal to be anxious about 2021. <laughs> so <laughs> what I would suggest is first and foremost, I would suggest, and I'm big on this now, um, and I don't think anything has to be majorly wrong. But I think that you should possibly be open to maybe seeing a therapist because one thing that therapy has done for me, that it has allowed me to talk through a lot of things. Um, It has allowed me to talk through a lot of things and release a lot of things that has really impaired my mental and emotional health. Um, So I think sometimes having somebody that is a, um, I can't, what's the word? Um, an unopposed party um, is really, really helpful, um, you know, to kind of get your thoughts out there, to come up with solutions and different things like that. But then also another thing that I would um, suggest that you do that as you get ready to go into 2021, I usually do this every year, but I would literally write, write down, um, First and foremost, write down everything that you accomplished in 2020. And it could, it doesn't have to be big. It can be small. It could be medium. It could be medium. It doesn't matter. Just write down everything that you accomplished in 2020 so that you can see that this year was not in vain, that you did what God wanted you to do. Um, and then the next thing that I would do is to create a list in 2021 of your goals, of your aspirations, um, of things that you want to do so that you can, instead of focusing on being anxious, you can focus on um, your dreams and your goals and what you want to accomplish in 2021. I think that we have to take the focus off of 2021 being perfect and of 2021 and making up to 20 for 2020 because 2020 is 2020, you know? So I think... We have to just learn to be open and to go with the flow and to trust the path and what God has for us. So that's what I would say or suggest. What about you, friend? Yeah, I guess if we've learned anything from 2020, it's definitely like we're not in control of anything. We don't know what the next day, next week, next month, next year holds for us. So it's very, like you said, Shelby, normal to be or to feel anxious. I deal with feeling anxious a lot. And so... Um, but one thing that that means for me is just trying to change my focus. I think whenever I start to feel anxious because I'm focusing on um, things that I can't control. And so I think what helps me overcome that feeling is journaling. I just write down my thoughts, my feelings. I don't care if I'm super pissed off I'm going to write everything in that or if I'm just feeling great and happy then I'm going to write that down but journaling for me is very therapeutic because you're able to just get all your feelings out on paper um, whether you just handwrite it you could write it on your laptop your ipad whatever but just getting those thoughts out of your mind and your spirit and putting it writing it down on something can be helpful to overcome that feeling but also kind of similar to what Shelby said I think uh 
when was it Shelby? I can't remember the year, but we did like a blessings jar and yeah. we were able to, at the end of the year, we were able to write down um, what we've been blessed with. Um, but also we were able to, I think it had some goals in there too, but what's helpful is when you just write down every single blessing and you put it in the jar and then at the beginning of the new year whenever you feel like opening that jar you're able to reflect on what those blessings were and that just helps you um just kind of change your focus a little bit because honestly none of us know what tomorrow holds the next day the next year so um that can obviously cause some anxiety but um I think it's just really about changing your focus and then literally taking it day by day what I get overwhelmed by is looking way too far in the future. So um, taking it day by day, day could also help you too. So that would be my advice. Yeah, I think that's great advice, Bree. <laughs> Thanks. So if you have a question that you want us to answer, send us an email at allthingsmelanintv at gmail.com or slide in our DMs on IG at allthingsmelanin underscore underscore. So now we're just going to leave you with words of encouragement. And this comes from Proverbs 3, 5. Um, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, which I feel like this is perfect for what a lot of us have experienced through this year is um, just going through a lot of things that we don't understand. And so I think we just have to go back to just really trusting God, even though none of this mess makes sense to us. It's not a surprise to him at the end of the day, because if we really think about it, we may not have the things we thought we would have at this moment or at this point in the year. But at the end of the day, God had us the whole time. He he still got us right now. So it's like um, I think we just focus on feeling like we need to understand why did this happen why did that happen and um that's how we start to kind of lose our faith or get kind of uh deal with a lot of anxiety like we were just saying in the mentor moment so I think um this is just the perfect verse to always just keep on your heart and keep in your mind your spirit meditate on it every morning whatever you got to do to just know that like even you don't understand you're still gonna trust God because he's the one who is controlling uh, what's happening. So what would you say, Shelby? Um, I would just add a little tidbit because you literally took all the words out of my mouth. Um, but I would just add that this really is just a daily reminder really to just give all your worries and carries to God and really to just trust the plan that he has for your life. I've said this a lot and I'm going to keep saying it. Like anything that happens in our life is not a surprise to God. It is a surprise to us. Um, and I think a lot of times when it's a surprise to us, we try to come up with a rhyme and a reason to why things are happening. Like God knows why he made whatever happened, happen to you. So I just think this is just a really, really good reminder as we get ready to go into the new year is to really just trust God with everything that you got. Trust him with your heart, your mind, your soul, everything. Like he is literally not going to do anything that is going to hinder your purpose. He literally created you before you were born. He knew how many hairs you would have on your head. He knew who you would marry. He knew who you would like. He knew your sins. He knew everything about you. So anybody that knows everything about you is somebody that is going to have your best interest at heart. So I just really encourage you as we get ready to go into 2021 to really to just trust God, to give it all to him and just to lay it all at his feet because he is never like he's literally never going to leave you or forsake you. It literally only takes a mustard seed of a mustard a mustard seed of faith. 
that's it right so with that being said let's go ahead and pray us on out of this 2020 <laughs> um so bow your heads close your eyes if you can um dear god we want to thank you for covering us this year we want to thank you for your protection throughout the entire year throughout the ups and throughout the downs we just thank you for keeping us from from harm and thanking we just thank you in advance. We know that if we trust you, trust in you with all of our hearts, that you will bring our desires to pass. And as we step into this new year, into 2021, we pray an overflow of blessings. We pray an overflow of abundance, an overflow of favor, an overflow of increase, an overflow of strength. And may the new year be filled with restoration and our a restored faith, a renewed mind, a heart and soul. And we just thank you for the provision that you have set out in front of us in advance. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.